This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So Wednesday the 5th of July 2023 in this evening's show uh, We are discussing all things pre-season Including the new signings How the squad is shaping up for the new season Plus we're running the real of latest news Including pre-season friendlies, cup draws And our full League One fixture list for the forthcoming 23-24 season I'm John Espinall and this is Seaside's podcast Extra time show pre-season ramble Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Seaside's podcast, summertime special, pre-season preamble. Um, welcome to Andy, welcome to Nick, welcome to Raggy and everyone on the stream. Thanks for joining us. Great to be back, Ben Elton. Evening, missed all this. Uh, welcome David Coleman. David tuning in from, was it Canada or America, Nick? We met him in the Phoenix, didn't we? Was it we last did, game yes. of the season? Oh, it was good to meet you, David. Yeah. And uh, one quick funny story, as uh, I was saying to Andy in the green room, there was actual physical cobwebs on this microphone as I was drawing in an interview. <laughs> That's how long we've been away. We had the pre-seasons here. Uh, welcome, Raggy. How are you doing? Thanks for coming on. Very well, thank you. All good. Looking forward to winning the league. HMS Pistol League. Has it, oh, it's easy. Has it set oh, uh, Nick, evening. Good evening, John. Good evening, everyone. Uh, you've been making someone's tea this evening. <laughs> Not quite, no. Started my me, uh, me new job today in the kitchen at a gastro pub. So, complete change of career after 30-odd years sitting at a desk. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It was only a trial day, but they've invited me back for the weekend, so I must have done all right. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Didn't make anyone sick. What do you mean? 
Not let so, know. Yeah, happy no, days. It was just prep today, so yeah. Did yeah, you actually make anything? Well, yeah. It, I'm not on doing all of the dishes yet because it's literally my first day. So I'm just finding out where everything was and 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 doing loads of prep for all of the the kind of there's like bar snacks and uh, different bits and then an a la carte menu for evening. So I'll be uh, kind of working my way through it as I go, hopefully. Excellent, um, Andy. Obviously in the hospitality business yourself. Maybe uh, if you're a chef short, give Nick a shout and uh, he can <laughs> pop over. And... No, there you go. He's, he's just, he can learn under somebody else and then he can come and make us some money. <laughs> Egg and chips. That'll be my forte. Uh, David is in, I remember you told me this place, Saskatchewan in Canada. Saskatchewan. It's the one. Mr. Ragazzino. With a surname well, like was. that, I expected you to be a, a well, you know, a well um, educated traveller, and it proves to be the case. Man, man of the people, John. <laughs> he once went. He once went to St Anne's, you know. He once went. To, he, with, he once went as far as St Anne's without a passport. I sneaked in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Timmy's. Timmy's actually at sponsors' evening at the moment. He was going to join us, but. Um, I think it's overrun. I think he said Critch is actually speaking, so he's hanging around to to see what Critch has got to say, and I'll hopefully be um, be feeding back, feeding back to us. But first thing we're going to be talking about, from uh, as Mason Allen's just said there, Tangerine Dream. What do you boys think of the new kit that has actually dropped today, hasn't it? So let's get that up on screen now. Um, let's talk about the kit itself first, Nick. Yeah. Um... I, it, it's plain, but I don't mind that. It's almost a bit uh, a bit retro, isn't it? Um, you know, and we've had kind of pattern ones recently, so I don't mind it. Obviously, the the talking point um, is going to be the sponsor, um, which you know I'm not going to sit here and say I'm I'm outraged about it. I have you know during the season and stuff, but. I, I understand both sides of the argument. So there are people who, who really, really struggle with gambling addictions. It, it does destroy lives. And I think they're looking to ban it from shirt sponsorship from the Premier League, aren't they, over the next year or so. And, and I don't know if that'll filter on down into the football league. So it, you know, it might be something that doesn't happen going forward. I just feel like, you know, we, we had the, the visit Blackpool one, didn't we? And, and everybody loved that. You know, it was advertised in the town, and this is going to be understandably divisive and maybe something we could have done without. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it brings money in, so I can understand it from a, a commercial point of view from the club. Um, but I also understand why it might put people off, uh, you know, buying the kit. Everybody uh, can see some. Messages coming in the comments. Leave us, leave us your thoughts on the kit. What do you think of A, the design, and, and B, the sponsor? Over to you now, Andy. Uh, you've used A on the, the design of the kit itself and B, the sponsor. Now, um, obviously, coming from your work background, you probably can't take the moral high ground with this guy. Zero high ground for me. Um, I've earned me living in the casino industry, haven't I? So um, Leo Casino, funnily enough, for five years. So that just gooses me even more. Um, 
from my point of view, I think the shirt's okay. He's, he, 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 it's an okay shirt. It's people genuinely uh, um, think it's all right. The the um, sponsor is divisive and like, but I, I come from the the side really. Um, if you like it, buy it. If you don't, you don't. And um, you know, I'm sure there'll be plenty. There'll be plenty that uh, go against it. There'll be plenty to go against it, but it is what it is for me. Um, I won't. I personally won't buy it, but that's that's me. And men in the over forties really shouldn't be buying kits anyway, should they? So it's a, it's really not. It's probably not an issue for us. Um, but the the design itself, I love it. I, I'm I'm very much in the traditionalists camp when it comes to football shirts, and I I think it's the Looking from the pitch, anyway, it looks like the right shade of tangerine, and I, I believe Wes is more football shirts. I actually really like it, but um, I know it won't appeal to the hipsters, will it, Raggy? Um, the younger generation, I think they they like things a bit more out there, design-wise. A few bits well, on it. Maybe. I, I, I don't care, me. I'm not one for the kit. I won't be buying a kit. I never do, and I don't, I'm not bothered people can lie what they like and not like it if they don't uh, like it sponsors everyone because everyone can be a hypocrite and call it uh, about the gambling same people that will be gambling left right and centre and get a drinking company and we'll all be drinking left right and centre and I don't know I just feel like something else for people to have a whinge about I understand some people might have uh, issues but everyone's got an issue haven't they if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's it. If you do, you do. doesn't really matter to me. I just want to win. I'll be carrying that shirt above my head if we win the league. Anyway, with them players wearing it. So CJ front of front and centre as well. CJ is going to be our fulcrum this season, flanked by uh, flanked by our new signings. So um, well, the most the, the most I took from that picture today was that it's not Jerry Yates. Hmm. Yeah, Nick, have you seen the kit reveal? I have. I was just <laughs> going to mention it. It was um, just sorry when I got in from work before. Um, getting ever more inventive, aren't the clubs in uh, in these kit reveals? And um, yeah, the new Indiana Jones films just come out, hasn't it? So it was quite apt, but it it did make me chuckle. Yeah, that's probably the most we've seen of uh, of Mister Bees in a while, isn't it? <laughs> um, I actually yeah, didn't know very, who it was. Inventive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did make me chuckle. Very professional. Something I, I read um, earlier on in the day was a lot, a lot of people, obviously there's the issues with the sponsor, but I don't know about you guys, but me personally, I've never been influenced ever to buy a product or use a service because it's on a football shirt. No, me neither, but <laughs> I, I think, you know, maybe... I don't know. There obviously will be people who, who do. Um, so yeah, yeah. Personally, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't make me go and open an account. But um, you know, like I said before, I can, I can see both sides of it. But it's it's done, isn't it? John Gradwell, that, I miss floors to go. Because <laughs> it's Southport. That's what we need. Sorry, Andy. The go on. Is, they, they they don't need many. They don't need many people. They just need two two big hitters to go on, and they've paid for it, and and that really is it. 
and and when casino when I was in casinos when we were doing some advertising or something along that lines, right? You weren't really looking for mass masses of people. You're looking for one or two big hitters, and that's it. And they that that pays you away, but it's just it's it's a, a, a bit of a sad situation all around for for me. But equally, I agree with Raggy that it doesn't. It doesn't make any effect to me, and I'll never, I'll never go and open an account with them because they're on the front of the Blackpool shirt. Wouldn't make any effect to me. I suppose the only thing is with it being different for children's tops. That's where it's a little bit like, well, kids should be wearing the tops of the heroes, shouldn't they? Not asking why they're wearing a different one, but I don't think they'll notice the rags. To be honest, would would they really the know? But. We're in an offended world, aren't we? Everyone wants to be offended or concerned about something. We all do it. We're all hypocrites. But it'll be no one will even mention it in a week's time, so Yeah. Well, it'll be done. Sponsor aside, I like the kit. I'll put my I'll put my flag in the sun. Well, well I would always want a collar on my kit if I was gonna buy one, so for that reason, no. But uh, I'm not buying one anyway, so if they want if they want all like Vickers, Tangerine Vickers, that's up to them, isn't it? <laughs> they can do. <laughs> Wasn't that part of one of the classic kits from the seventies? That collar, I think it's a throwback to that. Let's look down the uh, a few of the comments. Uh, the viewers think um, James Luke Gillett just said boring new kit. David Coleman ordinary at breast. Craig Nald, nice retro. Eddie has said I don't like that kit. Not getting it for your birthday then. Lee Kelshaw, retro looking kit looks good to me. Phil Umby. Tattoo puts me off. I'm Pennington's <laughs> You can, you can see from good. the comments that he splits opinion, doesn't it? Yeah. Boring and kit. That literally, is it? Yeah. Well, Father, Sh- Father Shuttlecock looks good in it, so... <laughs> oh, you'll laugh at this, Raggy. Um, a, a Derby a Derby pod has written to us and asking us to give our views on uh, Avet. Uh, All right, Mr. Abbott. Yeah, so I've not written it yet, but I'll... um... Just just send that clip. Just send that clip of when Huddersfield scored at home at Bloomfield Road against us. (laughs) Just give it that one. (laughs) It says it all in that 10 seconds of play. It does. So, right, that was the new kit. Let's move on to transfers. As we did say, uh, whilst looking at those kits being revealed... There was two new players flanking CJ. Those two players are Matthew Pennington, signed on an undisclosed two-year deal from a, with one-year an option from Shrewsbury, 28 years old. Players player of the season award winner last year, and very well-regarded uh, player for Shrewsbury. Also, um, let's, let's just go through them one by one then. Um, Nick, come to you first with Matthew Pennington. Obviously, I know it's hard to to analyse and give a view on these players until we've seen them in the flash, but it appears to be a good deal, doesn't it? And On the face of it, yeah, it looks like the exact type of player we should be going for. I mean, the first thing I always do is have a look on the um, the fans' forum of the, the club the player's been at. It's not that you you know, you know can always take that as, as gospel. I remember Leeds fan, what Leeds fans said about Stephen Craney, and you know, he was absolutely brilliant for us, but a lot of the Shrewsbury fans obviously sad to see him go and were saying that they were surprised he didn't, he didn't go to a championship club, which um, can only bode well for us. 
Um, you know, partner for Marv. Hopefully it'll bring the best out of Marv, like when he had Keo alongside him. And you know he'll have a decent, hopefully have a decent season for us. Um, what what I, I, we are, I think we are seeing from the club um, is like the guy from from Charlton. Um, they, they appear to have plugged the leaks, don't they? You know the, this one. I hadn't seen his name mentioned anywhere beforehand. Um, you know, so they're kind of quietly going out about the business, which I don't mind at all. You know um, that, that that we're doing it that way. And uh, yeah, hopefully a decent signing for us. Like you say, very highly regarded there, and and a few of their fans think he could play at a higher level, which hopefully he will have the chance to do season after this one coming. Okay, that was Matthew Pennington. Uh, Andy, let's come over to you. Um, maybe our stellar signing of the summer, Ollie Norburn, signed on again on a two-year plus one deal 30 years ago. So I think he's he's probably our marquee signing so far, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's, <clears throat> I, I asked, actually asked somebody this week who played with him and he said he's, he's a pretty good player. Bolton was certainly trying their absolute utmost to sign him. So um, they're, they're a bit disappointed. Always nice to disappoint them, isn't it? Um, but like, he, you know, he genuinely, we've chased him before, haven't we? So hopefully he can play the balls through. <laughs> I was just about to say to Yates, when I, but like whether he's he's actually at the club by the time the start, season starts is a moot point. Um, but um, like he's looking a lot more prosperous that he's he can play the ball through. But probably lack of goals a little bit that uh, that we might. That's where we we could do with someone, but are they looking for Carey to do more in the, in, in division one? I would, I would suggest to you that is where Critch might look for the, uh, um, for the extra goals. So I'm looking at the, the ages of these two players, Pennington's 28, Norburn's 30. Raggy kind of goes against the grain of bringing in younger players and signing them. Um, going for more experience. This time, yeah, which is probably it's probably what's needed. <clears throat> it's probably what's needed right at this moment in time. Anyway, no matter what division we found ourselves in, uh, I'm just I don't listen. I don't know a lot about these players, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. I just like the fact that all the people wanted them for a change. Other teams wanted him, I, particularly with Bolton trying to get hold of him. I would have thought, I, I would have thought they would have been able to get him away. Is he not? He's from Bolton as well, is he? I think, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, the fact that we've beat them off and clearly have beaten teams to, to the Pennington signing, that means we're offering something, doesn't it? It means that we're definitely offering um, competitive money and also that they're hearing something when they come here that's exciting them and thinking, yeah, I'll be part of that. That might be Critchley, might be the long-term... Well, it will be. It will be part of it, certainly. And, um, and the long-term aims of the club... I've no doubt they brought these players in saying that they're going to build the team around them and things like that, but why not? And like Nick said, we've not heard of them either. They just come up. I know we've I know we've heard of Norburn in the past, but they just come out of uh, nowhere, don't they, these signings? So all plugs leaked, no more battling, knocking about. And uh no more team sheets. <laughs> Nick is a Granada international as well, Holly Norburn. Did you know? Did you know that? Yeah, Granada. Yeah. yeah. Well, massive, aren't they? 
Oops. <laughs> no, it's good. It might get us a few games off then. International weekend. What internationals have we got? Lavery, Norbin, King King Kenny, oh, we'll definitely be getting some games off then, won't we? <laughs> some international breaks. Is there a potential risk with Norburn, given he's had a very serious injury, hasn't it? Was it a cruciate ligament when we were just about to sign him first time around? He, he has, but I think prior to that, he'd been okay. And I, I, I think we've probably learned our lesson, um, you know, with, with signing players with a history of it. I think if anyone can get one bad injury, can't they? It, it, it can happen to any player. Um, but I think if you look at his his record prior to that, he's played a lot of football. So I don't think it's like a, a Kevin Stewart gamble where if he stays fit, you've got a hell of a player. But unfortunately, he, he was never really fit. I think we'll see a lot of him in a tangerine shirt. And I think that's, you know, probably something that they've been conscious about having been been stung with it so much last season and you know you can never say never can you but I think that we'll probably look at it a bit more and and going for players who've who've got a decent amount of football under the belt each season rather than you know the quality but they they only play you know 20 games in two seasons or whatever it is we've obviously got we've obviously got a rigorous um program of testing players because I mean we rooted out Colby Bishop's broken toenail last season didn't we don't be negative Eddie don't be negative please don't be negative we're not going to be falling for any of these players are we no chance if he's he's passed our rigorous uh, test he's doing all right for us (laughs) yeah uh, thanks for putting that out Mike Uh, Matt Robinson in the chat just said he played every game when he came back after injury so that's yeah that's that's good to know Um, Nick we've also signed a lad called uh, Albie Mor- Morgan, first summer signing, 23 years old, signed on a 3 plus 1 from Charlton. In the uh, website notes, it said, a midfielder that continuously looks to unlock defences whilst having a keen eye for goal himself. So obviously with the signing of Norburn, uh, Pennington, they're now fixing the problems we've got on our spine and this, this Albie Mor- Morgan lad looks like it could be the sort of player that we need to unlock defences pick a pass and do the more kind of creative role in there well that's the thing that's the word isn't it John creativity with with the players that we had who, who were creative but were, were injured for so much of last season it's an area where we were we were really lacking and I'm not going to say I know a lot about the guy because it was another one who we hadn't you know that name hadn't been mentioned anywhere as as far as I'd seen um you know come out of the blue but hopefully he he can fit in and provide that creativity and, and you know we've got we've got tribal as well haven't we in the midfield so it's starting to look reasonably competitive now um i think it's starting to come together um there's there's still work to do obviously um and a lot of that might depend on what happens with with Jerry which we'll probably come on to talk about but after after what we've seen in previous transfer windows you know where we spent kind of a summer chasing Cameron Brannigan or whatever, we, we seem to be going about our business quietly um, and quite effectively for me so far. I've been impressed with the, the players we've brought in, so it's a thumbs up. I can, I'm just, um, I asked a Charlton fan that I know what about him. She, what was said, splits, he splits a bit of opinion, um, but uh, personally I've always rated him. Uh, tries his best and in the right team with the right players, he will shine. That, 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 that came back. Um, so 
hopefully we are the right team with the right players and and we'll see him shine. And I think we've got the right manager or head coach, whatever you've called yeah. it. Obviously, opinion is a bit divided on Neil Critchley, but I think we all need to just 100% get behind him now. He is the man for the job. He's proved and he's, he's worth in this division. And I think, as Raggy mentioned earlier, that he could be the sort of, he could be the guy that's getting these deals over the line. People want to play him because they know they'll, they'll get developed. Uh, Richard O'Donnell, we've also signed a reserve goalkeeper to replace Stuart Moore. May he rest in peace. Uh, goalkeeper on a free from Rochdale, fans player of the year there, apparently, over 400 appearances. Um, gents to the room, um, very much an understudy to Danny Grimshaw, who will no doubt and be our deserve number one next season. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think we'll have we'll have blown the budget bringing this guy in, and I don't mind that because I think it, it, you know, there's money to be spent elsewhere, isn't there? Ultimately, if it's a backup, you don't need to be spending a fortune on a keeper who you might only see in, you know, maybe the um, whatever it's called, the sponsorship is this year for the AFL Trophy, um, or if if Gummy picks up an injury, and that's not to say he won't be able to step in and do well, like you said there, John, four hundred appearances, you don't get that many of your a poor keeper um, brings a lot of experience, and I think it's absolutely the right type of signing we should be making as a as a backup keeper. Very eloquently put, Nick. And um, yeah, if Grimmy gets injured on day one, it's good to know we've got that kind of experience waiting to come on and yeah. do a job. Um, Reese James out, no surprises there. Gone to Sheffield Wednesday for an uh, an undisclosed fee. Just before we talk about Reese James, it doesn't. Is it annoying anyone else that every single fee is now undisclosed in football? Kind of takes the fun out of it a bit. <laughs> yeah, it always oh. seems to be, doesn't it? It's been the Blackpool way since the Oysters, hasn't it? We got a few tidbits of money, though, didn't we? Like 1.3 for DJ, that kind of thing. Yeah, it just never gets announced anymore, being a, a championship manager nerd as he used to be. Not to know these things. So yeah, anyway, Reese James, Reese James gone, big loss, or no one bothered. I, I, we didn't see a lot of him, did we? Um, I can't say he particularly set the world alight for us. I think it's probably a deal that just suits both parties. He's obviously done well there for for, for them last season. For them to to want him back, he played quite a lot of games. I wondered when when the manager went, whether when Darren Moore went, whether that might be the end of it. Because, um, you know, you get a new manager coming in and they, they could have different ideas. But a lot of their fans liked him and, and wanted him back. And ultimately, if we've decided he probably wasn't going to feature, then it, it it's best all around, isn't it? I don't know, maybe he would have done, but um, it's it's a chance for him to play in the, the championship, isn't it? So I think it's uh, it's probably a good move for all concerned. Depends how much money we got as well. We'll when we will never know. That's why we need. That's why I want to know, Rags. That's why I want to know. It could have. It could have been half a million. It could have been half a million quid, couldn't it? I mean, mm. I don't know. The, the could have a couple of a couple of our transfers, couldn't it? Yeah, they could have could have paid for Jerry to stay. <laughs> We're not as, as big gals not letting you know anything about uh, what Yates is going to do, Rag. Yeah, Tommy is definitely staying. Ah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> only joking what's, Simon what's big, joking. What, what's big gas up to now then is he I've, I've, I've not I've not spoke to him I've not uh, seen him for a, for a bit it's probably right. Mitch I hasn't come know. on this evening he's probably in mourning um, yeah so let's move on to our our current squad as it is let's bring this up 
while we scroll through this list, let's just talk about our strengths and weaknesses and what where we need to add to the squad. Um, so obviously in goal we've got we've got Grimmy there, um, Richard O'Donnell. Defensive lineup. I, I kind of wager this is our strongest area. So we've got. Connolly, Husband, Gabriel, Oliver Casey back, even though he's in the old shirt. Big Marv, Dom Thompson, Andy Lyons, Doug Tharm, a new signing, uh, Matthew Pennington there with that, what can only be described as a lizard training top. But uh, that abomination aside, Jesus, that was God striking something down then. What do we think of the uh, defensive defensive lineup? Andy, you let you come in first. We'll be back in a sec. Um, it's not you no. Know, you've given everyone's fit, and there's the there's the uh, sixty-four million dollar question. If they are, then I I just don't think we we're, we're too bad. I think Lions Lions is a, a really good fullback if we play him now. Um, League One can see him getting loads of goals. Um, it's uh, you know I doubt if we'll see Gabriel at the start, will we? Um, so then it comes it comes down to the left side to to make sure we've got enough because Garbutt's gone and um, and I'm not a great lover of Thompson. I can uh, I can assure you of that. So it leaves probably I don't think it's that bad to be honest. I'd, I'd just rather someone else instead of Thompson. But there you go. Do we need to add anything to that? Is that back four? Only thing I was going to say, John, I suppose it depends what his plans are for for Casey and and Doug Thorne, Whether you know they're going to be in and around the squad or um, he's planning on loaning them out. Um, I think they're probably not starting for us. But you, you look at the centre half pair, and we'll probably be Marv and Pennington if they're both fit. Full backs, Gabriel. I don't know how far along he is on his rehabilitation for from injury, but. When he's fit, you'd expect him to be to be involved. Probably, Lions. We know, you know, he was great last season. Um, can play on either side. Um, so if you're playing Gable on the right, you can put Lions on the left. Husbands, Mister Mister Steady, isn't he? Um, and I get what people, uh, you know, say about Dom Tom and last season. At times, it was like, oh, you know, he was out of position or, or costing us. I, I've not written him off. I think in League One, you you maybe get away with it a bit more. And I think with Critchley, you know, if anyone can hopefully coach him, um, then you would say it, it could be Critch. And, you know, it's probably just a case of this is what we need you to do when we're in possession. This is what we need you to do and where we need you to be when we're out of possession. And and who knows? You know, he, he could tear it up in League One. I might be talking rubbish there, but you never know. Oh, no, I think you are. <laughs> I thought you'd jump in. Damn, man. I've, I've not given up on him. That's what I'm trying to be positive. Well, I, I have because I've got eyes. But <laughs> that, that, I agree with someone that's written in one of the comments. That, that it, There won't be a better defensive lineup in the division. But, but we do need a left attacking fullback because he isn't here. No chance. So, other than that, if there was someone else, I know they say Lions can do it, but I don't know if Lions would be better on the right. I don't know. But then Gabriel must play if he's fit for me. So I'd be happy if Lions and Gabriel were the full-backs. And then uh, equally husband if we were playing four at the back. 
But attacking fullback, if we were playing with wing backs, we need a left sided one. We have got options in there. I think these are all all these players that we see in front of us. They're pretty versatile as well. I think that's a... yeah. All, they, I agree, I agree. What uh, somebody said, I can't think who it is here. No, somebody said it's there won't be much better uh, defenses in League One, and it's true. I don't think there'll be much better teams in League One. It's there for us to go and win. Depending on Yates. Everybody, listeners, viewers, crack open a can of Raggy-Aid. Take a few big gulps of it because the pool are going up. Ain't that well, right, Raggy? Loads of it this year, of course. Are we not getting it on tap at the Arndale this season? Come on. Yeah, well, we can get a drink, mate, called Raggy. But you know, you know what Raggy is. It's, 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 you know, it's playing off vodka and Red Bull. It's all there. It's all there. It's on tap. Anyone comes in and wants a drink of Raggy, I'll give them one. No problems. There's loads. There'll be loads of it this season. The fan base is growing. Everyone's getting. Uh, the team's getting better. The squad's getting better. And uh, even the social media is getting slightly better. So things are on the up. And I think, and I've stuck 30 quid on us at 14 to 1 to win the league. Not through Leo Vegas, though, because I don't agree with them. <laughs> Bet 365, we should have had on the top. <laughs> I can't say anything because I like about Bet 365 as well. Yeah. Right, let's move into the midfield then. Owen Dale, remember him. He's back. Kenny Dougal, Sonny Carey, Matty Virtue. Christopher Hamilton, always oh, seems weird. CJ Hamilton, Rob Apter, Tom Tribal, Albie Morgan, and our new signing, Ollie Nor- Norburn. There he is with the Granada flag. I always think of Granada. I always think of uh, the TV hire shop. For those is it Granada or is it Grenada? Is it Grenada? Or is it potato, potato? I don't know. Where's Tim when you think, need him? I think it's Grenada, is, is it? it? My TV rental shop gag does not work then for those of us. We'll, we'll know by the end of the season because we'll be watching him playing when he's on international duty. Beating Scotland. Oh, easy. We could probably do that if we put our minds to it. <laughs> right, um, to the room then. What do we think of that midfield? I'll, I'll, my opening gambit is it looks pretty good. I'll, I'll throw a little spanner in here to your argument before. Would have to be the left wing back that we were looking for. You, Who's seen you much know, of development squad? Where's Sean when you need him? Yeah, Making videos of Indiana Jones. That's what he's doing. Um, on the face of it, on the face of it for a League One midfield, he's got plenty of options there, hasn't he? Like whether it's the right options out wide, could be a big season for Tom Tribal, Andy. I'd like to see what he can do. I think he'll be a, a very useful player is, in this league. Is there not a, a little bit of a rumor flying around that he's he's got to buy out till a certain point, or he can he could be released for free up to a certain point, and then he's and he's got to stay? I don't know. The answer to that is I, I don't know personally what it is, but I'd like to see him play a full season. That's for sure. What 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 are we thinking though? Three in the midfield. Who who's the three? Or is it two? Is it four four? Two? Well, we need to know the formation, don't we? Well, he, he wants to play four three three. That's his uh, 
That's his dream formation, is it? Whether whether he believes he's got the players to do that, who knows? Yeah, Dougal, I think. Sorry, go on, Andy. Sorry, Dougal was great for us in League One before, wasn't he? And and not so effective in the Championship. So, is that an option he's going to turn turn back to? If you remember when we went up, Dougal Dougal when he came in was a bit. Of, he made a real difference in midfield in League One. But you'll have Sir Keir has arrived in his car. Is this outside Bloomfield Road there? What's going on? Tim, thanks for joining I, us. I, Where just been? I was gonna I was gonna stand outside, but it's a little bit windy, so um Go in the outfield. Get yourself in the outfield. I should have got it I should have gone in the outfield. Yeah, well. so I'm looking at it as I'm looking at it as a city, so uh I'm uh, I'm connected, shall we say, Raggy. That's what it's there for, it's the embassy. <laughs> Um, and for, for those who um, I don't know if anything's been said because I've, I listened to the first 10 minutes or so but uh, I've, I went to a sponsors event tonight and I, I sort of hung on rather than come on the podcast because uh, Critch was speaking it was a little bit late and I thought it was going to be so I thought I'd just dive in for five minutes and give you a little bit of feedback on what was said and and um, and um, you know and, and sort of generally about the, the feeling around things that have happened today and and uh, things that have been said. So, um, Critch has just finished. He spoke for about ten or fifteen minutes. Um, to be fair, it was it was only it was sponsors only because it was that type of event. But it was he, he spoke very positively. I, you do really get the impression that he really quite regrets what's happened over the last twelve months. Um, he spoke about um, the, the support he receives here, particularly from Simon. And um, and uh, and the fact that that's not been replicated in other places he's been without being specific, I think you can, you can probably um, guess what he's alluding to. And um, and and he, I think he sort of feels that there's a good, a really good fit between him and and the fans. I think I got the impression he knows he's got to rebuild trust a fair bit. Um, but I think he's he seems very very committed to achieving his objectives, which was. Which was great to hear as a Blackpool fan, because I don't think we got. I, I most certainly didn't get that positivity from the last two managers, Dobby excluded. Um, and um, I've come out feeling probably a little bit more positive about this season than when I went in the door. So um, overall, you know, he's spoken about going to Ireland next week. I think there's the connection to Liverpool there, where they're going, which so it's a, a nice place. But he made it clear they're there to work. It's not a jolly. And um, uh, yeah, it was. Um, uh, I, I do. I do. I t- I, you know, I wouldn't say it was off the scale positivity, but I feel more positive having been in there than than before I went in. Anyone got any questions for Tim? Was there uh, anything mentioned about sponsors and things? Mm. Uh, well, the, the shirt cropped up. Obviously, the shirt cropped up. Probably not. From the point of view of, of this, they showed the shirt and, and etc. But they, they didn't really speak about the sponsor today. That was didn't really crop up. Um, I, you know, it, it's a real. You know, it's divisive. You know, there's no. You, you can't shy away from the the uh, the. You know the, the the message that that type of sponsorship gives is against some of the work, for instance, that the community trusts are doing. But I think I think there is, um, and I listened to it's fair. I listened to what you guys said about that. I thought it was quite measured, and uh, and and I think what I took away from the conversations I've had is that 
you have a rather stark choice to make as an owner of a football club in this situation is, you know, it's, you know, the league's sponsored by Sky Bet and whatever. That's all over the place. So do you do you not do it and take a financial hit, which obviously then means that the owner's got to put more, if you want to compete, the owner's got to put more money into the football club, or do you accept the situation for what it is and try and make sure that you've got the most competitive team that you can have? And that's that that's the the two sides of the argument and, and different people will have different views about it. You know, I've looked at social media and I, I can see there's been a fair amount of negativity, but the reality is some of that negativity will, I think, tail off as the season starts and then you're left just with the moral conundrum as to whether it's the right thing to do. You know, they've banned um, tobacco sponsorship for a good reason. The Premier League are on about banning um, this type of sponsorship. Um, but the, the long and the short of it is that um, if you don't take this type of deal, then um, you, 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 you know, the shortfall's got to be made up from somewhere. And the reality is that's the owner. Um, the other thing I would say is, and I, I didn't realise this myself, but the, the actual group is, is a huge group. It's, it's and, and I'll stand correct if I'm wrong, it's part of the MGN group, which is a huge organisation owns 30% of Radisson, owns numerous hotels around the world. And and they sort of headhunted us because of the, the, their, their brand colours are the same as ours rather than it being the other way around. So... Pardon the interruption. Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others then please consider joining our patreon supporter program where you picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order mcdelivery now on the mcdonald's app there's nothing quite like a mcdelivery at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com the TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod. There are several tiers you can support us on, starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards. And in exchange, you get... This annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad-free on the audio. You'll also get access to our Patreon supporters WhatsApp group, which is good fun and other random giveaways as and when they come in. So please do support us. Patreon.com forward slash Seasiders pod. Let's get back to the content. See you later. Um... And, and and they seem keen to, to work with us. Um, I'm still conflicted, if I'm being honest, but 
Um, it, you know, I can see the commercial logic behind it. And, um, it, you know, I think it's some of you said it is what it is, you know, and I think with that, you know, the deal's done. Um, if, if the money is invested in a way that allows us to get back where we think we should be, then, you know, maybe we all have to live with, live, live with the fact that, that, you know, that's where the money's come from. Some people don't have a problem with it anyway. In my WhatsApp groups, the views were split. Some just didn't see any issue. Some did see an issue, but were prepared to accept the commercial reality, and some really didn't like it. So, um, it's 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 a talking point. It's a marmite. It's a bit like the Wonga deal, isn't it? You know where, you know, it's should you be doing deals with these type of companies? I don't know the answer to that. I just know that um, it's been done on commercial on what appears to be sound commercial grounds, and uh i think it's one of those ones where i'm probably just going to have to say right well i understand that and, I'll, and um i'm never going to buy the shirt as a 55 year old um, with the body i've got you've got the body of a greek god tim what you're about uh, uh, tim, um, tim just three things did, did did you mention about signing any players any more players did you yeah. mention anything about yates and how do you get that much volume in your hair especially when it's windy. Right. Okay. So to answer that, the, 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 uh, the, four, the, four new, the four new, the four new players. Oh, it loves that hair. Don't forget. Oh, you've got the four new hair. players were all there and did a, and did a Q and a quick Q and a with, with Martin Booker. Um, one of them, and I won't, I won't shame him. Did use the word orange. I don't, I think, I think it's fair to say, um, he'll never make that faux pas again. Um, so I won't, I won't shame him on here. But to be fair, it was an innocent mistake from a from a new player, and uh, and uh, he took some ribbing for it. Um, Yates didn't get mentioned. To be fair, um, there was talk in the room that um, you know people have heard whispers that there's another two players coming in. Uh, whether whether that's Chris Woods and um, uh, one of them, who knows? What the strike? The strike, seen... Chris Wood, Tim, Chris Martin, Chris Martin. Oh, right. I was like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> Chris yeah, Wood's great goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He would be so, experienced back up. <laughs> um, apologies for that one. So, um, the, yeah, but the four new lads were all there. Um, the the lad from Shrewsbury seat came across really, really well. But they all seem to be happy to be here. They've all spoke. They all spoke, including Critch, uh, and um, and uh, about how the, there's a positive atmosphere around the club, and it doesn't feel like a club who's been relegated. Um, Critch talked about the club's in an immeasurably better position when he first arrived in relation to the facilities they've got and the support he's got and all things like that. So it, it did, you know, it, it, it was a positive evening. You know, they're always going to put a positive spin on it anyway. No player's going to walk into a football club and say it's shite, are they? But, um, you know, but equally, they, they're all, you know, I think we've all been quite impressed by the quality of the signings and, um, you know, they've got to walk the walk yet. But they all seem, you know, they've all chosen to come here and they've all got pedigree, haven't they? Which is encouraging. Quite often we seem to pick up the dregs. And, and most certainly, I don't think anybody would suggest that players that we've signed fall into that category. So yeah. it is, it's, um, it, it's, listen, um, we, 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 we go into this season, hope, you know, we, where, where we're going to end up, we don't know. But, you know, if we if we can if we can keep the lion's share of this squad together, you know, even if we do lose Yates, hopefully we can do what Rotherham seem to be able to repeatedly do, and that's bounce straight back. And finally, 
How do you get so much? How do you get so much volume in your hair? That's the most important it's question just, that's on everyone's yeah, lips. It's just, I struggle with it. You see. <laughs> I've noticed you struggle a little bit. With the <laughs> Maybe it just, grows, but, it just grows quick. Rag, raggy, if you if you ten times a day, Raggy, if you're drinking off Raggy Aid, maybe it'll like sprout some hair on your head. Uh, oh dear, no, I've, I've drank enough of that. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> My question is how much? He, how does he keep his hair when he's got a general election to win? Yeah, no, true. This is true. This is true. Busy, busy, busy all the time, Gracie. So, so apologies. I was, it was, I was a late pull out of um, from the point of view of the, the the start tonight. But I think, I think it was worth me hanging in there just to hear what you had to say and giving a little bit of feedback on that. Uh, I'm sure over the coming weeks and months, he'll have plenty to say to everybody. Um, and uh, let's hope. Listen, you having a big dose of raggy aid myself. We haven't won a league since 1930. Let's bloody do one, shall we? And uh, sod the playoffs let's go up automatically and and how good it would it be to replicate what we did three years ago actually with fans in the stadium because my, my big issue uh, and regret really is that we've not we didn't get a chance to watch that season in the way yeah. that we would ordinarily have done because it would have been absolutely bouncing in Bluefield Road wouldn't it to watch us um, make our way into the playoffs I know, we, I know some of us were privileged enough to get into this semi-final and the final but you know, we, we miss the full stadiums and um, we've got a good base to start from with hopefully with 8,000 when once the, the last few get added and the corporate get added. So hopefully we can have 9, 10, 12,000 crowds just like we got last season. So um, I'm buzzing. Let's uh, let's make it. Let's, let's, hope we, let's hope we get a, have a good pre-season and get a good start. Well, Stad. Bravo. It's almost, as good as one, it's almost as good as one of your speeches, that Raggy. You're going to have to up your game, eh? Like, well, I've, I've, been, I've been teaching him. <laughs> it's been coming around for lessons. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just not in the fumes of the Raggy. It's <laughs> from the obvious. <laughs> All right, guys. Right. So I, I'll yeah, you should pop him, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll carry on listening to the show. And uh, let's uh, let's hope there's plenty of positive podcasts this season as we storm our way back up to the championship, eh? HMS Pistol League. Exactly. Well said. Exactly. All right. Cheers, Tim. Cheers, Tim. It's very positive, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Good to hear. Good Good little segment, that. I like that. I like that, walking past the... uh, the armfield and uh, inhaling the raggiate and failing inhaling those fumes. Right, where were we? Where were, were we? Field, Before we, we were rudely interrupted by Sakir. Long cars, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that, right? like that banner, Gracie. It's good, don't it? Um, I like that. Where were we? Current squad. Yeah, so midfield. Uh, Owen Dale, maybe he's going to be the joker in the pack. Mm. I was thinking again, thinking of looking at the, the lone players who are coming back and wondering what is he going to do with Owen Dale. I think view from Pompey fans was was mixed. There were there were moments of you know um, really really good football from him last season, but also a few question marks at times around end product. So it will be interesting to see whether Critch you know um, wants to wants him to feature or whether we see him go out on loan again. Um, 
you know, out wide, we've obviously lost lost Josh Bowler. And I think that in that midfield, um, maybe do we need perhaps another creative player in there um, if if Dale's not going to feature? Could um, be Salvi Morgan, Nick. He could be there. It could be, yeah, it could be. Um, but I wouldn't complain, certainly, if we, if we got another in. Matty Virtue, again, is he, is he going to be involved? It's going to be interesting. CJ, you know, we know what CJ's about and what he can do. Um, Rob Apter's the interesting one. I saw him briefly towards the end of the season, and he looks like he's got something about him. But, again, whether he, he wants to get him out on loan or he's he's going to be involved, we will we will see. Um, again, I think it might depend on what happens with, with Jerry. Um, if, if he does end up going... If he does go, uh, what I, I hope doesn't. Obviously, I want him to stay, um, but ultimately, he's proved he can score goals in the championship, and there will be clubs looking at him. I don't want us to sell him for, you know, two and a half million quid. I think he's worth quite a bit more than that. But at the same time, I don't want it to drag on to half an hour before the transfer window closes, and and we can't do anything with the the money. You know, I think it's a a fine balance that if we do get a good amount for him, it potentially allows us to. In, reinvest some of that and perhaps bring another two or three in, in in key areas and probably make us stronger in in more than one position. Um, so we will see. I think, you know, you see numbers about two, two and a half million quid and we're absolutely right to be knocking that back because you look at what other players go for and it's it far exceeds that and it shouldn't it shouldn't be cheap just because it's Blackpool. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But if he does go, you know, like Tim just mentioned there, Chris Martin's been mooted, hasn't he? Is that kind of um, not a Jerry replacement because they're probably quite different types of players, but um, we will see him. Beasley, again, it's a bit of an unknown, isn't it? Because we haven't seen a lot of him. Obviously, we're back into League One. So, Cinnamon and Fedora. Know, we have his acting skills, cannot be questioned. Um, I wonder who borrowed that off. Stri- they, in fact, I wonder, I wonder if they skill, found that in the, uh, in the penthouse. They finally. <laughs> cleared it out and they found a fedora there you go Jake use that to your Indiana Jones uh... well he's got he's got to do something this season or it might be his last crusade mightn't it yeah very good hey. 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 <laughs> obviously we've got Lavery as well who you know we're back in League One and hopefully he can find his touch again and start scoring but I think you you need to bring at least one in I think up front well Hamilton's going to be classed as up front isn't he I think. Mm. I mean, he doesn't score lots though, does he? he in, 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 in a four, in a four three three, where's Hamilton playing? If he's playing, he's playing in the front three. Yes. We need a right winger as well, someone that can play on the right wing. I don't see anyone on there that can do it, unless Owen Dale. And the thing with Owen Dale was, I'm, I mean, like, was it Reading away and Barnsley away last last season, the season before? We had a blinder at Reading away, Raggy, an absolute blinder. And then, and he scored a goal against Barnsley. Did he not? It was, it was genius that goal. I can't remember if he cut back with it or just flicked it, stepped over or whatever he did. Uh, Matthew, I the Ma- right player, aren't I? yeah, Matthew, Wor- yeah, you are, yeah, Matthew Warren. The most Pompey fans I know don't rate Owen Dale. He doesn't have a final uh, delivery and score goal, score and doesn't score goals as well. I think he meant to put there, Matthew. Um, that's interesting. So if he's not good enough for Pompey. He ain't good enough for us in League One. But James Scott Associates just says Owen Dale is class, so who knows? Well, hopefully James Scott does. 
you, you've got to think here, right, along the lines of we're, we're going to win the league. So, like, we can't afford players who who just do it every now and again. They've got to do it week in, week out. And, and when you look through it, when you look through it, we've got to have consistency in performance. And and so we do need a striker. We do need a right-sided um Right-sided striker. Um, Any chance of bowler coming back? Well, there you go. <laughs> no, but is there? I don't know. What is? What do you think? Oh, I don't, I don't see him dropping down to 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 League One. But at the same time, he's not. He's not going to be. Um, I'm not going to be getting in where he is, is he? But he he, he could end up back in the Championship. I don't know. I think people would take him in the championship on loan. I, I, yeah, I think there'd still be enough clubs who'd want to, uh, you know, when he's on his game and you get the best out of him, he's a match winner. He's staying, isn't he? So I, I think guessing with all twenty grand a week, we could pay him ten, couldn't we? I don't know. I can't. I can't see it myself. I think we'll be. I think no. we'll be looking elsewhere. That would be the I mean, if him and Yates were in this team, though, I think we'd be almost guaranteed getting promotion if they played all if they played every game. Yeah, but it's only a game. We do no idea they could get injured in the first game. I don't know, but them, that that quality and he's got he's got links here. He clearly likes Blackpool. Vich Hansel, good shout. Um, sorry, sorry, Ricky, go on, go on. No, no, you were right. Brad uh, Holmes, you're right. Brad, yeah. what about Brad Holmes? It's a great shout, Rich. It was even the squad list, was he? He's classed as a development squad player. Maybe it's the season when he steps up. He's a, he's yeah, a unit, that's for sure, actor, isn't, isn't it? it? Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, I think he's... Um, I saw something on Twitter where he did, they've been working on his um, his strengthening and, you know, over the summer. And who knows? It just depends, doesn't it, whether they see a, a loan out somewhere as the next stage of development or the fact that we're, we're now in League One. The likes of, of of Brad Holmes and Rob Apter can force the way in, and it would be absolutely brilliant, wouldn't it, if we got two players through from the development squad, um, particularly a local lad like Brad. It would be it'd be fantastic. It's what you want as a fan, isn't it, to have one of your own wearing the shirt? It'd be it'd be absolutely brilliant. So I think overall, it's you know it's heading in the right direction. There's probably one or two more bits of business to do, which I'm sure we will do. Don't forget there's loans as well in Critch has great many contacts, doesn't he, for, for that type of thing. So that could be that could be the final couple of pieces in the jigsaw if you get a couple of quality loans in from the Premier League. Um, Morgan Rogers may be Nick Fiorini. Well, it, yeah, again, it'll be interesting to see what, what City's plans are for, for those two. Um, again, having with them having played in the Championship, would they want them to drop to League One? I don't know, but if if we could make it happen, I think I'd I'd take both take both of them back certainly. Okay, so I think it's fair to say the the, the forward lines the only area of concern at the moment. A fair comment. Well, it's very weak if you take Jerry out of it, mm. isn't it? Yeah, very. If you're if you're if you're talking about um, a team that's going to go and win a league. Pretty much most have got at least three good strikers, really that can that can come and go, that can swap round. Um, it's a it, it's unforgiving forty six games plus all the other competitions that we we've got to play in. 
um, it's unforgiving, and and so it's a lot. It's a lot of games, right? And they've got to be consistent in those games. Like obviously, we're going to be, and we're going to win the league. So we've just got to find the right formulas. And critically, if you you know, if you look at that season where we did go up, we would have gone automatically if we hadn't have had a bad start. We had a just horrendous start, didn't we? Um, but after that. We showed automatic promotion form after about the first seven or eight games. Stingers so, just Stingers just it. said surely shouldn't be getting loans back who couldn't keeps in the championship. I think Bob, that was more to do with the conductor rather than the members of the orchestra. Yeah, I think I think Morgan Rogers took a little bit of time, didn't he? Obviously, Fiorini got injured, but when he was back, I thought he showed some you know real class touches, and I think Rogers grew in confidence in each game. Um, particularly the last game at Norwich, which I know was a dead rubber, but he actually led the line really well um, and he improved each time he played for us. So, look, it's it, we, we could be talking pie in the sky, couldn't we? They, they, they might not be coming back to us, but like I said, I think if we have the chance for them to play for us in League One, um, I'd, I'd certainly take it. I think they owe us one, don't they? They should all get back up here and get us back up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Where's Patino? Get him and all. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Fixtures and pre-season. So, um, it's been a while since we came on. Pre-season friendlies were announced. So, we have got... This will make you laugh when you hear the EFL Northern section draw, which was made today. (laughs) Pre-season friendlies. Southport away, 7th of July. Barrow away, 22nd of July. Morecambe away. 25th of July, and finally Hibs at home, 29th of July. Drawn today, the EFL Northern Section Group A, whatever that is. More come away. <laughs> 5th of September. Barrow at home, 14th of November. And Liverpool under-21s. About when the Northern Section Group A, a draw came out, the person that was arranged the, arranged the pre-season friendlies went, oh, shit. <laughs> at least we'll know at least we'll know a bit about them. Well we know about Barrow, don't we? Because they knocked us out of the uh Carabao Cup last, last year, didn't they? Last year they did. Yeah. Round, yeah. They, they can knock us out of this and all. <laughs> what even is it? EFL It's like that conference bloody is it, international thing, isn't it? Is it like the L D V Cup, what it used to be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what it is? Right. Yeah, I'm quite winning that, don't we? So like Bolton won it. Bolton won it last year, and to be fair, they made a lot of money. They made a lot of money in the final. It, it's great if you get to the final, right, and win it because you you'll make a one-off game, right? But it, it came at the cost maybe to Bolton last year. They've taken their eye off the ball and the uh, in their running a little bit, and and did that cost them that. Um, you know, they're automatic, maybe. I don't know. but Definitely. I hope so. <laughs> oh. but, you know, it's, 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 it's a, a, a fair point, isn't it? Too, too many games might be a distraction. However, if he can get the likes of Apter and, uh, and Holmes and, and people like that games, then it's worth, worth playing, isn't it? I'd say so. Give the the dev lads a chance. 
So, um, anyone going to Southport away on Friday? Is it? I am. Working. Eddie's off school. They've got a, no, I, got a strike I on, usually, so I'm going. I'm taking. I usually have little interest in these, but I have been... Uh, I have been forced onto a, a bus from the Debbie to the Morecambe Away game on the Tuesday night for some bizarre reason. So, anyone know what the Morecambe, uh, Morecambe Stadium is now called? The is it not something like the Mizuma Stadium? Mizuma Stadium. Mizuma. I might go to might go to um, Morecambe possibly. That's a, that's a that's about the the one chance I've got of going to a pre-season, I think. I never normally do pre-season either, but it's just a bit of a day I out. I think really, you know, it's just about getting fitness up, isn't it? Trying players out in certain positions, and I never read too much into pre-season, but it's just good that it's back, isn't it? Hebs at home, Raggy. It'll be a, a good payday for the Arndale, all those uh, yeah, well, jocks be, packing you know, it it's no, we won't be letting them in. We need Blackpool fans to uh, pack it out, which we're, we're notoriously not very good at turning up for friendlies. No, that's what I mean. Uh, but uh, yeah, much needed as well. You know, it's long, long out of season for that place. It's a big old place. We need fans back in. So I was delighted to see the season ticket sales going up and up and up and up and up because mm-hmm. it helps us out as well. Um, no, we won't. We won't be letting. We don't let anyone in there, do we? Sell there's your morals, ex- Raggy. There's money concerned. Get them there's in. One, Get them spending. Ex- well, there was one exception that was allowed, and it was Rangers, and that was because um, we've got about 150 members. They're Rangers fans. So it's oh. like, well, what do we do? Stop all them coming in as well. So the, the police saw sense and allowed it. And just going back to the Southport game there, Alex just said the kickoff at Southport away looked funny. Was that where Ben Dunsford steamed onto the terraces and uh, yeah. he tried to break it up? If there'll be a repeat of fearsome thirteen-year-olds. Well, he's a member of Mossad, isn't he? Now, so <laughs> it's got the fear factor. <laughs> well, just going back to this, you mentioned the season tickets, Raggy. It's um, kind of there, there was a there was a few threads on it I saw, and it was like sales were really low, and you know, at, not saying I thought we'd get to seven, but for a lot of people I knew, they would. They were always going to renew. It's just there was no mad rush to do it. You know, me and me and Jim left it to kind of the Friday before, and I think a lot of people I did, did the same did as well. Yeah, it's yes, weird, me, me too. Hasn't it? Um, I think Tim mentioned there, you know, with corporate being added on, and not everyone will have bought them yet for various no, reasons. It. It's going to be 8,000, isn't it? Yeah. Which, which will be which brilliant. If we, if we start doing well, you get you get more walk-ons. You know, there's not going to be the type of away followings that you see in the championship, unfortunately. No, but, but there'll, still be, there'll still be a few. There'll still yeah. be a few clubs that bring a lot here. Yeah, thousand plus, eleven, yeah, eleven thousand or so. It's it's decent, isn't it? It'll be uh, it'll be bouncing, and it'll be better that we haven't got four and a half thousand down the side because that'll do us a favour because that cost us last season. But the what I like about it is I always had the impression that we had three thousand, four thousand hardcore fans that would buy season tickets no matter what. Uh, Oyston accepted. Um, the then I thought a couple of years ago it might have risen to five or six. Well, it's clearly risen to seven or eight, hasn't it? People that are prepared to buy season ticket, even though we've gone down, even though they're the same price or slightly dearer, whatever they are, people have been prepared, which means our core fan base is growing. And we need a few more. And if we have a really good season and we do get back up there, 
it'll grow again. And then before we know it, in a year or two's time, we'll have a core of 10,000 that are always going. And that's the aim. You look at Bolton down the road, they're getting, what, 16,000 season ticket holders. They give quite a chunk away to away fans, don't they? So their crowds, there'll be 20,000 in them home games every season. There's no reason why over a sustained period, um, probably talking over the next years, but we can't grow to that. 16,000 home fans, 4,000 away fans in Blackpool at championship level and above. No reason. And it's. I'm, I was so glad to see it because I think it's growing. And I didn't think it was, but it is. Um, so that's great for me, I think. And now it's important that we do it where we are all there and we hook the next lot of kids and anyone else. Even my Scottish mate, Jim's got his... He's never even been... You know, he said, Soddy, I always meet you in the pub after the game. I might as well just come with you. <laughs> so there we go. We're attracting him all the time. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, some joker told me that the uh, the early bird ran out at the end of May, so I rushed to buy my tickets by the end of May. <laughs> <laughs> so the head of the ticket office told yeah. you that, Andy. I also yeah. think they should carry it on that price. They should just knock it on. Just have that price. Then say just crack on. Right, let's, I mean? let's crack on with the fixtures. Um, if you look, look at the graphic. Fixtures dropped a few weeks ago. Um, we were going to be doing a pod going through these fixtures, but for one reason or another, it didn't happen. Like it usually doesn't. Um, standout games, there, gentlemen. Uh, anyone got anything that's standing out to you? Nice, Port Vale will be a nice, lively game on yeah, the 15th, 29th of well, yeah. It's a Tuesday well, night, unfortunately, uh, uh, because you know they'd have been well. They'd still be lively at that time of the year on a uh, yeah. They'd, they'd bring. They'd, I thought. I'd have thought they'd have brought two thousand plus. No they, will. they will. Yeah. They will. They will. Burton Albion away on Boxing Day, which is a bit of a kick in the bollocks. Having to travel all that way. Yeah, Burton away. Sorry, Burton away. No, I was going to say Christmas is a bit. Look at those fixtures, a little bit disappointing. Obviously, Reading, last game of the season's a bit of a track. Um, Worst away game of the season, Reading away. Look at them two last games, Barnsley and Reading. That's where Owen Dale had his best games. That's It's his season. It's a sign. Reading, it's a sign. It's a sign. <laughs> and that sign says, HMS kiss the league. Yes. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, we we're probably going to be the only team with 15 points at the end of August, aren't we? Well, I would have thought so. I'd be surprised if anyone else had it. I think we could probably get 16 if we really tried. It's not a tough opening month, is it? Burton at home, Exeter away, Port Vale at home, Leighton Orient at home, Lincoln City away, obviously the pantomime villain, Richie Wellens is coming to Bloomfield Road again. Yeah, it's just as long as as the squad goes into it, knowing that they're in League One and not to be... uh, and it's not to be messed about with. You know, there could be an element of, oh, well, we're championship players and we'll go. And it's tough. It's going to be a tough league. But if we if we, if we, we match the effort and commitment of the other teams, we'll we'll have better quality players. That's what I think anyway. <clears throat> so as long as they don't take the eye off the ball to start with, I think we can start flying. Three on games in the first four, that should set us off. Fleetwood away, September the 9th. If they're still oh, in business, if they're still in business by then, mm. 
It's a, it is quite sobering though, isn't it? When you've been in the championship and, and the fixtures come out for League One, it's kind of like a bit of a reality check. And I don't mean that because we're a you know massive team in the division and there aren't other big teams in there. But, you know, you, like I say, you kind of look at Christmas and what's come up there and it's a bit, you know, it could have fallen a, a little bit better maybe fixture-wise. But, you know, you've just got to beat everyone who's in front of you, haven't you? Yeah. Stevenage. That's the first time we've ever played that. What even the what's the the, the Stevenage something like town? Well, it used to be Stevenage Borough. Borough, yeah, it? yeah. So I thought it was. Well, I think I think I think they dropped the Borough because I don't know. Maybe they were going bust or something. But I might have made that up, but I'm, I think they have dropped the Borough. That's the first time we've ever played them, surely, in a league game. No, don't think so. Did we not? Uh, Last time we were down there, I don't think we played them, or did we? Oh, I, might, I might be getting a mistake in my Kidderminster. I'm sure we've played Stevenage. Have we? Oh, sure right. we have, yeah. Might have been in the boycott years. No, I think... I'm sure I've been okay. I might be lying. I might be lying. Kidderminster's in my head now when we beat them 4-1 away. On... Yeah, I'm playing them. On a Friday yeah. night. Uh, another standout game there, gentlemen, given the news that Richard Keogh is now the new... Wickham Gaffer is Wickham at home or Wickham away. Is he? Oh, is he the boss? He's oh, not the boss. He's, he's signed, signed for, for him. Oh, yeah, thought, no, oh, he's still he's playing. The, Someone told me he's the manager. All oh, right, go no, on. it's Matt. Matt Bloomfield. Yeah, the manager. Uh, Silly me. But yeah, it'll be good to uh, it'll be good to see him back, won't it, Uncle Richard? I'm sure he'll get a very well, good reception. Well, yeah. yeah, until he has a great game, and then they'll be getting all sorts of abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Bolton away. I think that's everyone's standout game. Remember 11th of November. Day. What day is that on? Is it a Saturday? Yeah. What, yes. are, what are the away games we're looking forward to then? Carl, um, Carl, Carl Alloway. Carl Alloway. Last ones, isn't it? That's normally a good trip. Um, Depressingly, if you, if you look at November, November the 4th's got no game and that'll be the first round of the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I remember. There's a, there's a few international weekends in here somewhere for our Grenadians and uh, <laughs> Northern Irish and Republic of Irish players. As Alex mentions in the chat, there you've got a couple of London trips, haven't you, as well? And Charlton and uh, Leighton Orient for. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Charlton, I like Charlton. Anybody wants to make a, a Charlton's on a Tuesday night, Reggie. Oh, you're yeah, joking? Yeah, we fancy well, that, but it's, uh, it's a Tuesday, unfortunately. It's it's a nice place, What's gentlemen. that all about? Yeah, it is. Uh, I can't see anything else. I don't know what's there, Shrew. Maggie, uh, Reggie, Mike Robinson. Um, hey, Mike, you want to be our resident stato here? You're coming up with some always good information there. March 2017, we played Stevenage yeah. in the league. You're right. Well, you're right. You go. I, definitely, I definitely wasn't there, though. I can guarantee you. I wasn't even allowed on club property at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> I was—I thought I was getting done for looking at the stadium at times back then. But yeah, I can care with your ban. Yeah. <laughs> right. So those are the fixtures. Just before we go, let's catch up on a few other little bits of uh, news. Mike Garrity and Ian Brunskill back at Bloomfield Road um, as assistant head coaches to Neil Critchley uh, and also Stephen Dobby has returned to his uh, job as the 
senior professional development phase coach with the development squad, ably assisted by Matty Blinkhorn. Um, I think the the main thing for us is Garrity and Brunskill coming back. I have read somewhere that we needed a more of an experienced head like Coldwood and McCall. Or is that a bit harsh on Messrs Garrity and Brunskill? Um, I mean, it's not a massive surprise to come back, is it? He he knows them, doesn't he? Um, So it was probably always going to happen. But yeah, I mean, we did pick up when, uh, certainly when Calderwood came in, didn't we? And who knows, as we go, we might might see someone else come in. Um, But it's not a massive surprise that a lot of managers do it, don't they? Mm. They go back to the... The people who they know and trust. Andy, you were going to say something? Uh, just people say to me that Garrett is a really good guy. And so, well, so, I, so are you, so are you uh, Andy, but I don't want you assisting the football team. <laughs> <laughs> I would be useless. Um, especially if Johnny had my knees to kick a few balls at Jesus Christ. And, um, the, so no, apparently he's a nice guy and, and well liked around the club, and 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 he's he's obviously trusted by Critch. The Brunskill's the the one that probably divides a little bit of opinion. Um, that do do we need? Did we need that bit of extra experience? Obviously, he's a decent coach, but but did we need that experience? And more from a Naus point of view, more from a a hardened. Uh, f- football like McCall and Calderwood were they 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 win the the hard game you know those those games where you need a bit of now so they got it and you felt that they give the players a little bit of fire at times and um, and Critch doesn't really give you that um, confidence that he's he's got much fire in his belly he obviously has but he doesn't give exude that and sometimes people need to tell the players how it is on occasions and you've always felt Calderwood and McCall were were that organizer and um they they tell it how it is I think the thing is though, if you're winning games of football nobody cares it only yeah. gets brought yeah. up yeah. when we're when we weren't winning you know, and I think Critch will have learned a lot from what he's been through at Villa yeah. and, and then particularly yeah. QPR. So there probably has been certainly a QPR time where he's had to go in there and give a bit of the hairdryer treatment, I dare say, when you, you know, you've not won in 12 or whatever it is. So I think he will have improved through that adversity. And I'm not looking at it thinking, oh, God, where's the experience, you know, behind him? I think I think we'll be okay. Okay, and uh, finally, David Downs, appointed sporting director. Um, this is from the club website. Downs will now be responsible for all football development at Bloomfield Road, leading on player recruitment using late, the latest data and technology to define a clear sporting strategy. He will synchronise the academy and first team structure as a part of a long-term strategy. Brackets, ably assisted on the data front by Mr. Sean Again, no, I've just made that bit up. <laughs> well, again, I think it's it's good to get someone, isn't it? You know, you, you see people on social media saying, when's it coming, when's it happening? And this one had been talked about for quite a while, hadn't it? Uh, prior to him coming in, it was probably just a case of Sheffield Wednesday getting the, the playoffs out, final out of the way, and then um, he, he could come and join us. And, yeah, all about the data. And that doesn't mean that you just can only sign a player based on 
you know, it telling you certain things. It, I'm sure they're still doing other types of scouting and looking at stuff, but I think the fact that it's saying a clear strategy is is a positive because I think it's something that we probably didn't have in the last season. We we kind of went from one end of the spectrum to the other, didn't we? Certainly in terms of managerial appointments and the like. So it, it it's no bad thing. I think that we've got somebody in um, who can kind of give us that that strategy and guidance. And as Craig just mentioned in the chat as well, yeah, um, yesterday there's a um, an analyst coming from Crew as well, who's been at Crew a long time. So dare say. Critch knows him from his time there, so that's another positive. Sean might not, oh, might not like that. Another stats guy coming in. <laughs> Got someone to talk to. Him, <laughs> Good to him. He'll be making, Sean will be making his tea every morning, won't he? Talk about between the lines and stuff. <laughs> XG. Oh, geez. Imagine he's an XG man. Oh. <laughs> I wonder what percentage of these guys actually make a difference. If only wow. someone had a stat for that, Maggie. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see at the end of the season. <laughs> right, guys, I think we're, yeah. we'll call it a day there. I'm on 17. Uh, it's, been a, it's been great to catch up uh, with you three. And uh, thank you to Sir Keir for his, uh, his cameo roll right outside the ground inhaling all that um, the fumes from the raggy aid so um, yeah well done there raggy right uh, next pod coming out probably just in the run up to the season after we've got the friendlies out of the way and um, have a more of an idea of what the squad's looking like so uh, stay tuned for that all remains to be said is thanks for watching everybody thanks for downloading inhale the raggy aid and up the pool come on the pool HMS Pistol League just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened to, of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter programme for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does. And also, you'll be saying thanks for these uh, brilliant podcasts, and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs, our streaming software costs, uh, electric, that kind of thing. So yeah, it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us, patreon.com forward slash pod. Price of a pint per month. And you also get access to our um, WhatsApp patron supporters group, which is a good laugh. We've got a nice community going on in there. And you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen. So yeah, please do consider signing up and supporting us. That URL again, patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a big fat see you later thanks for listening the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however 
When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.